الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولقد آتينا لقمان الحكمة أن اشكر لله ومن يشكر فإنما يشكر لنفسه ومن كفر فإن الله غني حميد صدق الله مولانا العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الأمين الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين من الله سبحانه وتعالى had banished shaitan from Jannat upon his refusal of making sajda and prostrating to Adam alayhi salam. So shaitan then told Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that قَالَ فَبِمَا أَغْوَيْتَنِي لَأَقْعُدَنَّ لَهُمْ صِرَاطَكَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ That, oh Allah, now that you have caused me to be deviated and move away from the straight path, so I will never want to remain alone. Rather, I will make an all-out effort أجمعين, to go out and mislead mankind all together. And then shaitan goes on to explain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I will approach man from in front of him ومن خلفهم and from behind وعن إيمانهم وعن شمائلهم from the right and from the left. Meaning from all directions I will try to attack men. And as a reason, لا تجد أكثرهم شاكرين. That oh Allah, once I would make that attack, the very first thing that you will find lacking in men is that you will not find most of them to be grateful. Meaning mankind at large would be those who would be ungrateful they would have the evil quality of na shukri and ingratitude in their lives. And this is what shaitan has aimed for. That each person should become na shukr, he should be ungrateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For shaitan was the same. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with so many favors. That the mufassireen explain that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had created the jinnat, the shayateen, prior to the creation of Adam alayhi salam. And they had been roaming very freely on the surface of the earth. But then they had caused a lot of mischief, a lot of mayhem. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had then banished the shayateen and the jinnad to different remote islands of the world. But shaitan iblis was such that he begged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Oh Allah, grant me some respite that don't, me, don't allow me to be with the rest of the shayateen and jinnat. Rather, allow me to join the ranks of the malaika and the angels. So that I would be there in the heavens and in the skies. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his call, he accepted his plight. And Allah allowed him to join the ranks of the malaika. So this was such a great favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed upon him. But yet because of his nashukri, because of his ingratitude, he failed to acknowledge the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thereby went in total defiance of the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of usjudu li Adam, that makes sajda to Adam alayhi salam. And this is what happens when nashukri and ingratitude comes into a person's life. That a person totally forgets the favors that he enjoys from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as a result, he fails to uphold the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For any sane person who has an iota but of shukr in his life, then at every step of life he would think that whatever moment of life I am passing, whatever favor I am experiencing at this moment and enjoying, it is only through the mercy and the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how can it ever be possible for me to then break a single command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Normally we would, when we want to sway a person, or we want to run a person down, then we would say that you are a dog. But then this dog itself teaches us that great lesson of shukr and gratitude. That that person just gives that dog a few scraps of meat, a few bones. But then look at the loyalty of the dog. That now the dog will give its life for that master. That whatever the situation may be, whatever the need of the hour may be, but the dog is there at the beck and call of its master. That even if it means that now people may be shooting very wildly, but the dog will go to the defense of its master. So this dog, despite it being such a low animal that we regard it as something that is insignificant, an animal which we will not want to even come into contact with. But then it gives us this great lesson of shukr, this great lesson of gratitude. And then when we look at the lives of the various anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam, then every nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had this outstanding feature and this quality of shukr. That no matter which nabi it may have been, but each nabi was grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, giving us this great lesson of shukr. That when it came to Nabi Nuh alayhi salam, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes him in the Qur'an Majid. That innahu kana abadan shakura. That Nuh alayhi salam was a bondsman who was extremely grateful. Not just shakir, but shakur, an extremely grateful bondsman of ours. And then when we speak of Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salam, when we speak of Nabi Dawood alayhi salam, then these were such great anbiya alayhi salam, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed them with both dunya and deen. That Dawood alayhi salam, he was the Nabi of Allah, who was blessed with the Zabur. And at the same time, he was granted the kingship and the rulership of the Banu Israel. And he was the king of the time. Sulaiman alayhi salam, as we all know, he ruled the entire surface of the earth and he was also the Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what was the outlook of these Anbiya alayhi salam? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of it in the Qur'an Majid. That وَلَقَدْ آتِينَا دَاوُودَ وَسُلِيمَانَ عِلْمًا That we had bestowed Dawood and Sulaiman alayhi salam, father and son, with that knowledge of deen. But then when they were blessed with all these favors, وَقَالَ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي فَضَّلَنَا عَلَى كَثِيرٍ مِّنْ عِبَادِهِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ 
that they attributed all these favors to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That alhamdulillah, that all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. الَّذِي فَضَّلَنَا عَلَىٰ كَثِيرٍ مِّنْ عِبَادِهِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Who has granted us superiority, who has granted us excellence over many of his servants who are believers. So this aspect of shukr, this aspect of gratitude is something which every mu'min, which every believer needs to instill within his life. And when this aspect of shukr comes into our lives, then to fulfill the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will become extremely easy. That when that muazzin is calling out that adhan of fajr, and a person hears that adhan being called out, that now it reminds him that now my Allah is calling me. That same Allah who had blessed me with that beautiful sleep that entire night, who had allowed me to sleep in the shelter and in the shade of my home for the entire night. Now he is calling me. Like how that dog, that master will call it in the early parts of the morning. That now come and see whether, whether there is an intruder in the house. The dog immediately would respond. So insan needs to have that aql, he needs to have that intelligence. That now in this early part of the morning, may Allah who has blessed me with that sleep for that entire night, who had allowed me to sleep so peacefully for that entire night, now he is calling me to come to his house. How can I be such an ungrateful servant of his that I do not respond to his call? And this would be the height of nashukri, the height of ingratitude. And naqadri and being unappreciative of the ni'mats and favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when we speak of shukr, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understands that this aspect of nashukri is such that it is within man. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of it in the Quran and Majid. That in Surah Al-Adiyat, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of horses, and in particular the horses that are used in war. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes several qasams and several oaths on these various horses that are used at the time of war. That wal-adiyati dhabha, fal-muriyati qadha, fal-mughirati subha. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on explaining the different qualities of these horses. That those horses that would give charge would at an extreme space with that gallop. Those horses that where they would go and strike out at the, at the armies, at the enemies. And they would gallop at such a speed that as they, their hooves strike on the rough ground, on the rocky terrain, then it would cause sparks to fly. And then they would cause dust to then raise up into the atmosphere because of their fast running and fast galloping. And then not only that, فَوَسَطْنَ jamaha, And then that horse at the call of its master would throw itself into the thick of the battle, that right into the midst of the enemy line, despite knowing that my life is a danger. But this is that lesson of shukr that that horse gives. That now this master is just giving me that a, a bit of fodder, some grass, some hay, something to eat. And he is just seeing to my health. But now I need to respond to his call. But then after explaining these qualities of the horse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الْإِنسَانِ لِرَبِّهِ لَكَنُودِ That indeed man is not ungrateful, he is extremely ungrateful to his Rabb extremely inappreciative for the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So basically Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking us that O insan, O man, acknowledge the favors of Allah. Express that shukr and that gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For it is not any favor that you are going to be doing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But rather when you are going to be expressing that shukr, then it is only to your advantage. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains, 
that وَلَقَدْ آتِينَا لُقْمَانَ الْحِكْمَةَ أَنِشْكُرْ لِلَّهِ That we are granted Luqman al-Hakim, a very great amount of wisdom, that he is the only non-Nabi whose name is taken in the Qur'an in Majid. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has wisdom with the deep understanding of deen. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes on to explain various advices that Luqman alayhi salam had shared with his son. So one of the advice that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that anishkur lillah, that express that shukr and gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this gratitude and shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah goes on to explain that woman shakar fa innama yashkuru li nafsi. That that person who expresses that gratitude, he shows that appreciation unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fa innama yashkuru li nafsi. Then he is only making that shukr for his own self, to his own advantage. And woman kafar, fa inna Allah ghaniyun hamid. But that person who is ungrateful, that person who is not shukr, then this person, he should remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is totally independent. That it will not minimize, it will not decrease the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the least bit. That you may continue with your life as you want. Allah will continue bestowing you with his favors. But if you express that shukr, then you will earn greater favors from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you are ungrateful unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you will not be an obedient servant and slave in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And instead, that na shukri would lead to the adab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains in another ayat of the Qur'an Majid, that la shakartum la'azidannakum, that if you express that gratitude and shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then I will definitely increase you in my favors, in my bounties. in kafartum inna adabi la shadid. But if you are ungrateful, then remember, O oh man, that inna adabi la shadid, that my adab and my punishment is extremely severe. That now when that adab is going to strike, then now no person would be able to assist you and help you at the time of need at that critical juncture in life. And then when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses man with these favors, He puts man or grants him these ni'mat as a test and as a child. That this child and this test is, that is this person going to be appreciative for the favors that he enjoys? Or is he going to be ungrateful for my favors? And when that ingratitude reaches a certain level, that a person shows a no-care attitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is when slowly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins snatching away those favors that this person was once enjoying in life. And then after some time, when this person finds himself in a predicament, then only does he realize that how ungrateful I was to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then it is too late. And then when we speak of shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then one is the verbal shukr that we would express. And this is also extremely great. And when you look at the Mubarak du'as of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us to decide from the time we wake up in the morning, right until the time we go to bed. Every single du'a is filled with this lesson of shukr. That whether it is the du'a upon awakening, that we will say, Alhamdulillah alladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhi nushur. That here we are expressing that gratitude, that very first thing that is coming onto our tongues, in the mornings, that Alhamdulillah, that all praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who has allowed us to, who has blessed us with life, ahyana ba'dama amatana, that after we have experienced the temporary moment of death, 
at the time of sleep. That now Allah has granted us life once again. And then even when going off to bed, that normally the famous dua that normally we would recite, Allahumma bismika amutu wa ahya, Allahumma qini adabaka yawma taba'atu ibadaka. But then there is also another dua that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us, that at the time of retiring to bed, that Alhamdulillah alladhi at'amana wa saqana wa kafana wa awana, fakam mimman la kafiya lahu wa la mu'uya that Alhamdulillah, that oh Allah, I am going off to bed now. But this entirety has passed in, a more, in such a manner. That oh Allah, you allowed me to eat during the day. You allowed me to drink during the day. وَكَفَانَا And you sufficed me for all my needs during the day. وَآوَانَا And oh Allah, you have granted me a shelter, a refuge, a sanctuary. That now where I can take a rest during the, during the night. فَكَمْ مِمَّنْ لَا كَافِيَ لَهُ وَلَا مُؤْوِيَ لَهُ then this person expresses his gratitude even more. That, oh Allah, there are so many servants of yours out there who do not have anyone to see to their needs, who do not have anyone to provide any shelter for them. So from the morning right in the evening, right in the time you go to sleep, it is filled with shukr. And then when a person wakes up in the morning, at every interval, at every point of his day, whatever du'as Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us, each du'a is filled with shukr. That now this person wakes up and he goes to relieve himself. Then after coming out from the toilet, again dua of shukr. Gufranak, alhamdulillahilladhi. That, oh Allah, forgive my gunas. But now all praise is to you, oh Allah, who has allowed all this waste to come out of my body. That just imagine to ourselves that those people who suffer from constipation or those people who suffer with some prostate problem, what excruciating pain, what discomfort they undergo. But such a ni'mat which we see with total insignificance, that we do not pay attention to these great ni'mats of Allah. That there was once a great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the past, who had experienced some prostrate problem. So then he realized that now I need to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So instead of him making dua to Allah, he went to a nearby maktab where the young children were learning Qur'an, they were learning matters of deen. So he goes up to them, and he tells them that now, oh young children, make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for this sinful uncle of yours, that Allah should forgive him, and Allah should relieve him from the discomfort that he is experiencing. So someone who was present, he asked this pious person, that now why are you treating yourself as a sinful person, and why are you asking these Ma'asum children to make dua for you for your maghfirat. So he replied and said that for 70 years of my life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed me to experience a free flow of urine. But never once did I ever ex- express the true shukr and gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this was a sin on my part that I failed to express that shukr. Now these are the ma'asum and young children who are sinless. And their du'as would be readily accepted in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I am asking them to make du'a. And now I am also going to be expressing that shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all these bounties that I experienced throughout my life. And this is just one du'a that we will be reciting throughout the, throughout the day, whenever we would go out to relieve ourselves. But then again, once again, when we partake of that meal, then again after partaking of that meal, Alhamdulillah alladhi at'amana, Again, we will be saying, Oh Allah, all praise belongs to you. That you have granted us that food to eat. And you have granted us that drink 
to consume. And then again, when we will be, when we will be putting on those clothing, that clothing, again we will be reciting du'as of shukr. That way we will be expressing that shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala once again. That, oh Allah, you have allowed me to wear this pair of clothing. And it was not without with my doing. It is only through your doing, oh Allah. And likewise, whatever other parts of life, whatever other parts of the day we will go through, we would find that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has taught us various du'as to recite. And each du'a is filled with this lesson of shukr. But then as I had explained, shukr is not just restricted to this verbal shukr. But rather it is to thereafter use these ni'mats of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the manner that they ought to be used. To utilize them in that manner that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to utilize it. That Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that as it is famously known, that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa he would perform tahajjud salah to such an extent that until his mubarak feet would then begin swelling. So when the azwaj mutahharat had questioned that Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that aren't you that Nabi whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already announced your forgiveness, that you are ma'soom, you are sinless. So why do you need to put yourself under such taklif, under such difficulty? So what was the reply of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? That afala akunu abadan shakura. That should not I be a grateful servant unto my Rabb? That I am already declared total forgiveness. But then that does not, that does not mean that I should just relax and sit back and enjoy life. But now I need to exert myself even more. Express my shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even more. That now what a great favor I have been blessed with. That not many people have been blessed with this favor. And now I have been blessed with this favor. So I need to express a greater amount, a greater level of shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then when we look at the lives of the Anbiya alayhi wasalam, then they also express the same type of shukr. That again when it came to Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salam, that one was when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of the bounty of ilm that he had bestowed him with. But then also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with the ability of understanding the speech of animals, the speech of birds. So again, Sulaiman alayhi salam expresses his gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with all these favors, that way he says that, Oh Allah, it is only a test from you. That now you have bestowed me with all these favors, with the wealth of this world, with such with the ability of understanding the speech of animals, the speech of birds. And then he expresses his gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this shukr is an integral part in the life of every mu'min. But then together with expressing our gratitude unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to express our gratitude to those people who have favored us in different ways in our lives. And that is why once again in the Qur'an Majid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of this aspect of shukr, that anishkur li wali walidayk, that express shukr unto me and to your parents, that your parents, they were the means of you coming into this world, they were the means of you gaining life. So just as how you would express shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, express shukr unto your parents, for they were the means of allowing you to come into this world, and together with that, they underwent untold difficulties in nurturing you, in seeing to your upbringing, in seeing to your health, into your good life that you are enjoying. So together with expressing shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a mu'min needs to express shukr to those people who he has enjoyed favors from. 
And that is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in one hadith has explained that وَلَّمْ يَشْكُرِ النَّاسِ لَمْ يَشْكُرِ اللَّهِ That person who is ungrateful to people, that he does not express shukr to people for the favors that they have blessed him with, then he has not expressed adequate shukr unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again when you look at the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had always kept this in mind. That Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, that she would say that I enjoyed a very close position to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which none of the other wives, none of the other honorable wives of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam enjoyed. But yes, there was only one honorable wife that I envied. And that was Sayyida Khadija radiallahu ta'ala anha. For even though she had passed away prior to me even coming into the marriage of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would never forget the favors that she had allowed him to enjoy. That even though she had passed on, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would go on expressing how grateful he is for, the, for whatever he had enjoyed at her hands. That she was the one that had mothered his, his children. She was the one that had assisted him in the initial years. And then not only that, not only would Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam speak very greatly about her, but Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha explains and says, that even thereafter, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at times would slaughter an animal. He would slaughter a goat. And then he would make meat parcels. And then he would go out looking for the friends of Khadija radiallahu anha that now passing it on to them as a means, as a token of appreciation that these were the friends of my wife who had assisted me through the thick and thin of life. So this is one way of a token of appreciation to the favors that I enjoy through her. And likewise, when you look again at the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, prior to him departing from this world, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam announced to the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'een, that many of you, O oh my Sahaba, had favored me with different bounties and with different favors. You had made my life extremely comfortable. And whoever had favored me with whatever bounty it may have been, I made sure that I have repaid you before leaving this world. But yes, there is only one person that I cannot express adequate shukr for and I cannot repay him. And that is Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. That he went, he was at my side from the beginning right till the end. And it would be him on the day of Qiyamah that Allah will see to the right of seeing to whatever bounties he had favored me with. So we find that shukr is something that every mu'min needs to instill within his life. And if a person is na shukr, then he is not a perfect mu'min. So that shukr needs to come into our lives and to understand the importance of shukr. Just the one dua that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to constantly make after every first dua that Anas radiallahu ta'ala explains that this was the habit of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It was his routine to recite this dua after every first salah which we always hear as well. Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadati. That imagine Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who was an embodiment of shukr. But yet Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself is making sure that this dua is also begged for after every salah. That, O oh Allah, assist me in remembering you. O oh Allah, assist me in making shukr unto you. O oh Allah, assist me in making the proper ibadah to you, O oh Allah. So we also make that very same dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he enlist us amongst the shakirin, amongst his grateful servants so that we would also be those people who will continuously enjoy the bounties and the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alam.